Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor of Fightful.com here. It is December 2nd. It's time for the SmackDown Live post-show podcast. Award-winning at that, mind you. Uh, if you all uh, were busy over the holiday season, we had a ton of stuff. Uh, from Royal Rumble features to the alternate commentary that Jeff, Alex, and myself did on the 2005 Royal Rumble. Uh, that was a success. The numbers were very promising. And um, I'm expecting them to grow, so we'll likely do some more of those in the future. Alex had mentioned the Elimination Chamber coming up. That makes sense. So I have a thread that I will retweet over on my Twitter. And I want your all's input uh, on Elimination Chamber matches you'd like to see us do alternate commentary on. I'll do a poll after that. We'll see how it goes. Also, UFC 219 post show that ran this weekend. I did a solo Holy Smokes MMA podcast. Also, we have the Funniest Fightful Wrestling Moments of 2017 podcast. It is up on FightfulPods.com. Of course, you can go to Fightful.com for all your pro wrestling news, MMA news, boxing news, interviews, photos, videos. You know the drill. Jeff, what did you think of our alternate commentary last week? Oh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, needs more me and less Alex. <laughs> it was fine. No, it was it was a lot of fun uh, reliving that, that rumble. Um <laughs> it was like two guys going in blind and Sean knowing everything. So it was, it was fun in that respect. Well, I mean, to be fair, that, that's how I <laughs> wanted it because I like spoke to WWE writers and stuff about, about what went into it. And I kind of wanted that that way. Like we could speculate on some things and it, and it became us being like, man, these guys were on some roids quid pro quo. How does it feel me having been a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals since probably before you were born? 
where their biggest game that has made a fan base happy and it's not their own fan base. Yeah. Hey, I'm sitting here thinking, and not to turn this into a sports thing, I'm like, hey, Bills, if you want to trade us a first or second round of Randy Dalton, <laughs> we can swing something. We can make something happen here. I, I, thought, about, the wave. I thought about that on the way home. I go, man, at least I've seen Super Bowls. Sean Ross Sapp probably hasn't even seen, you know, anything. I mean, the, the, the drought's been long, but it's like, man. You're even worse off than I am in some ways. Speaking of droughts, we have Anna Bauert, who lives in a relative desert, I assume. <laughs> the award-winning oh, Anna Bauert, the sheedy award-winning Anna Bauert. Well, she's also, I mean, she's an award-winning actress, an award-winning podcaster. She is going to be an award-winning karaoke singer, if I have anything <laughs> to say about it. Yeah. So I, I My good time of the year is when I get... Messages from Anna that are of her singing Alanis Morissette songs. What? It's, uh, you ought to know. out, buddy. Sorry. It's a staple. Um, yeah, it's become an annual thing. I now sound like I smoked about 10 packs of cigarettes yesterday because I forgot that I was podcasting today and went a little too hard on Bohemian Rhapsody. She's turning into John Jones, Jeff. She gets this taste of success with the awards, <laughs> and now she's going out and partying all the time. Oh, she's no. going to be taking dick pills the next thing we know. Oh, I'm, already, she, I'm already taking this. She's, she's going to be hiding under the desk to avoid drug testing <laughs> from, the fight, from the fightful staff. I understand this. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Running so into pregnant have... women in cars? Sure. Oh, breaking their arms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smackdown <laughs> Live happened tonight. Um, so this, this Raw roster in particular took a big hit over the last week with, like, Paige got hurt, Braun Strowman got sick, Enzo got sick, but he was thankfully cured with chicken noodle soup. Um, there were a lot of people that were, were sidelined. Now, tonight, like, were they – Jeff, did I miss something? Were, are they taping, like, Mixed Match Challenge tonight or something? Not to my knowledge. Okay, I thought so that was going to be right on. Right before SmackDown, did Kurt Angle say, Enzo has the flu, I have to replace him on Mixed Match Challenge? I'm thinking, bro, that's two weeks away. And his match might not even film for, like, a month and a half. Yeah, I have no idea of their taping schedule on this. I thought it was going to be live after a show. That's weird. Somebody says, SRS, you hear something about McMahon making an XFL announcement on the 25th. He's not bringing back the XFL. He's doing something different. Um, So this SmackDown Live, this show started out the same way every SmackDown does. They spend 15 minutes to get to one little thing. AJ Styles came out, he, he issued his New Year's resolutions, and his New Year's resolution is to hold the WWE Championship through WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon come out to the ring. Daniel Bryan, or Shane rather, uh, apologizes to AJ, but Bryan says, but says that Bryan rather has a kinship with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Hard to dispute that after tonight. But a match is made, AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn, with both Daniel Bryan and Shane at ringside. That, that's what this whole thing was for. They took 15 minutes to set it up again. Anna, am I the only one that like sees a pattern here? Uh, no, it's it's pretty recurring. AJ's face at the end of the segment pretty much summed up everything I was feeling. Um, it's just like, really? To, to complete disdain, yet again, he is a pawn in another McMahon game. Um, and, you know, there was a payoff for that later in the show, but it, it does get to the point where it's like this was another 
show opener, another 15 minutes of a show opener to set up the same storyline. Eh, it Can we get to the next stage of this now, please? Like it, if Daniel Bryan's going to pop him in the head or something, I want to see it, but let's just move on now. Well, I think based on the main event, we finally did. Jeff, anything to add to this formulaic opening segment that we're seeing every single week? I apologize to listeners because I may be a bit negative tonight. Um, You know, interesting people doing interesting things. You don't need a plot. The plot will find you. These characters aren't interesting. And it's, it's, it, I I think my exact wording was, I want to punch this opening segment in the face. It was just a waste of time to say a lot of things to get to one 10 second soundbite and to get to the catchphrases and it was stilted and it was terrible. And I want some character development from somebody out of these four people. I really do. I'm with you. And like I said, at least we have a direction. We'll see what happens. Next was SmackDown match. Usos defeated uh, what I am calling training day. And now like, as I see the Usos come down to the ring, themselves in such great shape and as alex has said before on the show i like before i couldn't tell which was which like very well now there i don't know i can't tell like i'm sympathizing with the referee in this match i'm like i feel you bro i get it uh the usos versus the briscoes for me is a legit dream match right now i want to see that match so so bad i really really want that uh, match starts off hot with a big suplex and a moonsault from uh, training day. It slows down during the break, then picks right back up. And uh, Gable was working over the leg of one of the Usos very well during the break. Sorry, Anna. I love the Usos slide in the hot tag. Like, they don't, like, duck under stuff. They don't jump jump over stuff. They slide under their opponent's uh, clothesline. Then, abruptly, training day hit one of the Usos with their finish. And I put out there, that was way too short. Like, way too short to beat the Usos. This team that has just found this way to make themselves the tip top, in my opinion. Uh, Jeff, what were your thoughts when this ended? Did you initially think that, like, they were really doing a title switch? Or did you kind of see that uh, it was going to be reversed? I I thought there was going to be something about it that that wasn't right. And the way that they were holding the shot on on Gable and Benjamin led me to believe that someone was going to come out. It was I didn't think it was going to be a ref. I didn't think it was going to be this old school carny stuff. Um, but, you know, I, I thought something was up with it being so quick. I You know, I'm... I want a tag team match that stays a tag team match as opposed to breaking down, turning into spot, 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 distraction, finish, end. I, 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 I'm, it, it's become formulaic. I enjoy these four immensely, and I enjoyed everything about this match. I just, I, I just, I want, I'd like a tag team match to remain a tag team match rather than a cluster every time. Like I said, cranky. <laughs> Anna, your thoughts on the the initial part of this match? Before the well, restart. Yeah, we missed a bunch of it because we went to ad break and came back and the douches. You, you all got all the action one. though. Like during during the break, it was it was really them catching their breath. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just that quick a match. Um off what Jeff said, it does feel like that's just the style of SmackDown at the moment though. None of them seem like straight up matches for the sake of having a match or for the sake of 
the actual teams or the actual person, the wrestler themselves, it's all about something bigger. So there's they're, they're trying to force storylines pretty much in every single category, and this is the result. I mean, I'm not, yeah, it was something different. Um, we'll get more into it once you explain what happened. But Alex brought up a really good point online, which I'll get into later. SRS, I'd like to make an announcement. I, I too have seen the error of my ways. I'd like to restart life as a model hot guy with a nice full head of hair and an Ivy League education. I'd like to restart so life could... as anything but a Bengals fan. <laughs> if we could, if we could do that after today, I think a simple explanation into this is like, and I could draw a really good comparison into this. There are a lot of MMA fighters who find a lot of success because they they drag somebody into their kind of fight, like they drag somebody into a brawl. If like the Usos mentioned that on commentary, and they're usually so good about advancing characters and putting people over, them saying the reason we're so successful is because we reinvented ourselves and now we make people fight us and take our titles the way mm-hmm. that we fight. Otherwise, they can't. That explains a lot. That because I mean, you could also go that route with the revival, and I think there's an, a badass story to be told in the future between the revival and the Usos and that crazy pace and the revival trying to slow that down. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, hose me down. Yes. Hose me down. Yes. Uh, so they, they go to the replay, and this was a point of contention for a lot of people. Anna, this is something they do sometimes, but they do it when it's convenient for them. Yeah, a lot of people Let me are... tell you. Let me tell you. Goddamn, I bought that rule book. There's nothing in it about the replays. <laughs> From what I heard, there isn't a lot in it in general. Um, a lot of people were annoyed with the inconsistency of this, and Alex's point was, well – You've now actually highlighted the concept of instant replay, which then eliminates a whole bunch of heel tactics that you could do back in the day. And then it would take a week or something to figure out what happened or they don't figure it out at all. Um, and that's something that, I mean, it's WWE doesn't necessarily mean they're going to stick with it or ever reference this again, but that is something you've now brought to everyone's attention. So you kind of have to take ownership of that moving forward. Uh, but I doubt they will. Where does Armando Galarraga fit into this, Jeff? <laughs> I can't even get that reference right now. What, is, what are you doing? He threw, he threw the perfect game that got screwed up by Jim Joyce. Oh, that's right. Okay. No, you know, like 10 years only, ago. Yeah, no, I remember that when, when I was still old. Um. <laughs> I just did. We have two weeks ago a story about how the referee's decision was final, and now two weeks later, yeah. it's like, well, now it's not final. Now, and, and like Anna said, that, that's in our minds. That I happened. Don't, I don't mind the convenience. I mind the timing. That's my problem with this whole thing. It's like it'd be fine if you just didn't have, get done with a referee story about how, you know. Call call it the mistake and then give them the rematch next week and then maybe have the Usos win it back. I don't know. I, I just think there was a better way to do it than this. I, I I found this like dusty finish. I mean, the crowd was ahead of the crowd dug it. So I mean, who am I to nitpick it? But still, it's kind of like okay. I don't mind being inconsistent. I just would rather there be a few months between being inconsistent. Somebody asked me about the WWE photo shoot show. I actually have some like kind of behind the scenes news on that. That's coming up in the fightful wrestling weekly, but I'll talk about it at the end of this show because we'll have a couple of minutes. We're also going to make wrestle kingdom picks, uh, Jeff and I, and Anna will for the, uh, a couple of the, the matches that she's familiar with, but 
The match is restarted with the quickness. Training day get beaten with super kicks and an Uso splash. Like, this was a good match, but the two commercial breaks and the restart really just, it slowed things down for me way too much. But, I mean, ultimately it took me and the audience on a ride, so it did what it needed to do. Anna, have we seen the last of this feud, or do you think that this is a way to get it to the Royal Rumble? Probably to get it to the Royal Rumble. There were some really cool spots. There's one where Jay was on Shelton Benjamin's shoulders, and then Gable was up to do, you know, to drop kick him down, and then he he um, ducked and then got a boot in the face. That was so poorly constructed on my behalf. I'm sorry. Um, my point is there is a lot of really good stuff in the short time that we did see of this. So I'm not angry that we're getting more of it. I just hope that it's more streamlined for the wrestlers as opposed to trying to force a story. Well, if this was chopped up into like a two and a half minute highlight, it would look like like just unbelievable nonstop type of I- stuff. I'll tell you what I loved yeah. that was that was nice. Did you see the kind of the homage to the powerplex that Gable and Benjamin did where where Benjamin throws the guy? It's, it wasn't a straight suplex, but he flips over a guy, and then all of a sudden Gable's down with the splash. It's like, yeah, there's some old school Paul <laughs> Roma and Hercules going right there. Give me that. The Ascension got bludged up, Jeff. What would you think about that? <laughs> Everybody got bludged up, and no one wins, and it's like, okay, great. It's again, it's like the opening segment. We've, we've seen this now two weeks in a row. Let's see what happens next. Let's move on. Anna, I, I anything think, to add to all this? I was thinking was Anna crying as Brizongo got their tails kicked and me just laughing at her pain. That sounds about right, Jeff. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, no, I, I was getting they were even out there, to be honest with you. Well, you know. I was getting extreme motion sickness from the camera zooms. Like normally it's, it's there. I know it's there, but this was so extreme that I had to look away. I saw a post on Reddit where somebody compared like a 2017 RKO to a 2007 RKO. In the 2007 RKO, there was two camera cuts for that six, seven second period. And it was manageable. And then the, the 2017, there were four or five camera cuts and a zoom. And it's like, man, like just imagine uh, LeBron James dunking a ball and TNT cameras like zooming in on the, the rim as he does it. I'm like, that's, that's so lame. And even if you draw your focus away from the zooms, all you're hearing is Tom Phillips shouting, ooh, ow, oh, ooh. He's interrupting people to do it. And now Josh Matthews is doing it on Impact, which leads me to believe that he's he's like, hear me, WWE, hear me. I can still because, do your style. Bring me back, please. But, I mean, he didn't do that for a long time in Impact. Mm. He just started doing it. And I was like, why would you pick that up? Why would that be a thing that you, you pick up? I, it's weird. Backstage, well, I New Day. Last week that, sorry, I questioned last week that if it's gotten to the point with Tom Phillips that he sporadically wakes up during the night just in startled O's and R's. Like, it has gotten to that point where I don't think this is conscious anymore. Poor guy can't even get through a six-hour flight without ooing and eyeing. Backstage New Day gives Xavier Woods a pancake cake. They're confronted by Rusev Day. Back in the ring, Rusev sings a song about Aiden English. What a good friend this guy is. It's the best. 
that I guess I say this is one of the, the worst Rusev days ever because Marvin Lewis got an extension, but <laughs> Aiden English's reaction when Rusev started singing was, was, was magic. But uh, if you've been paying attention to the social media, those mm. ads about the U S title, that's what I want on TV. That's interesting and creative and cool and funny. And you know what? If you're not looking into the camera, talking like a badass, that's the kind of creativity I want from a, quote unquote film company that runs a wrestling promotion like WWE. That's all I want is that kind of stuff. Cause that was cool, funny and memorable and awesome. And I loved it. And instead I get blowing out pancakes and stuff. And I'm just like, they, they had blue pants on the damn thing. And mm-hmm. if it's not up to your, your, your production standards, just run a thing at the bottom saying this was paid for by Xavier Woods because it fits. It oh, fits the damn thing. It was so good. And it's like it's like everything they're doing on social media is so awesome. Why can't I see this? On this TV? has been the recurring theme for SmackDown, though. So much of SmackDown making sense and being good has been people getting themselves over on talking smack or Becky Lynch trying to make sense of her entire brand beating the shit out of Raw <laughs> by explaining why. Or uh Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh going about the going about it their own way baron corbin and the miz going back and forth Mm -hmm. in a match that had no heat no purpose and they made it have heat and purpose it's it's just it seems to always happen uh it is often easy to forget how good of a worker xavier woods is and i don't know that i really knew how good of a worker aiden english was before this run because i never really got to see any extended amount of his work in the ring outside of a tag setting uh xavier woods it's a really awesome rack backbreaker like it was Really, really cool. Um, Aiden English has modified the Widowmaker that I was putting over and now does like a seated version. Which finishes somebody first, Jeff? That, <laughs> the Deep Six, or the Blue Thunder Bomb? Because I'm sitting here wondering, like, why isn't it a finish for somebody? Because it looks really cool, all of them. Well, the th- I guess the thing is, all of them except for Sami Zayn have pretty cool finishers otherwise. Deep six. Um, also, just on the Aiden English kick, I really liked during during that four way tag the homage to Eddie Guerrero. I thought that the, the yeah. frog splash that he did. I mean that that kind of went uh, unheralded by by some. But plug man, for my fightful books it Aiden English's singles push that I did, where I said that he should be adopted as a Guerrero. Which my whole thing was he should have been emasculated by Vicky and his wife, but be totally afraid of that family. To the point to where he starts winning matches. Because I don't know if there's anything scarier than having an entire Guerrero family uh, at your throat. Uh, I'm really glad WWE didn't get rid of English with Gotch. Woods wins with a flying elbow drop. Jinder Mahal was watching from backstage. (laughs) I'm a little disappointed. And I would have rather him been watching from the Titan Tron. (laughs) (laughs) Woods. Woods, I'm up here. Up here, Woods. He just menacingly, like, it's just a close-up of his face, the whole match, watching over the ring. Jeff, have you, have you all ever played Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Like yeah. Shao Kahn sitting in the back, just watching people fight <laughs> to the death. That could be Jinder Mahal. I was hoping Jinder Mahal would be backstage and yelling at the TV, I'm back here! I'm back here! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just make that his gimmick. Every time he's watching TV, he's yelling at it like rude people at the movies or something. <laughs> Anna, do the Singh Brothers 
distract New Day by eating their pancakes next week? I don't know if that also involves them somehow dying and coming back to life instantly, then probably cause that's their shtick. Uh, I, mm, I forgot that Jinder was a part of this whole thing. And my first reaction was, Oh God, please keep Jinder away from Rusev. Like, just don't, don't even go there. Um, it, mm. This was a tragic Rusev day. Um, <laughs> The look on his face after English lost broke my heart a bit, especially after that really touching, you know, that's what friendship is. They, they step in when the time is right and they sing for them. They sing their introduction. Um, I, you know, went to karaoke last night. That's what my best friend did. That that's friendship. Um, (laughs) Graves being all for Rusev day is one of my favorite things at the moment because he's so aggressive in his attack, especially towards Saxton. And he's going on something about like Aiden English facts about how when he was five, he ate three dozen eggs to be a big man. And now he's a big man. He's like five dozen or something. And then Saxton responded with, does he just eat the whites? Because he's, oh, I think Saxton or, or Phillips said it. And Phillips just, um, <clears throat> Graves just got so insulted by this little thing. It was, it was beautiful. Maybe slightly distracting from the actual match, but you know, that's what they do. Um, and then there's just this last thing that we didn't even see of Corey Graves was pissing himself laughing at a pancake that was apparently thrown by Woods by accident that hit Saxton square in the face. And then <laughs> they couldn't even really finish the commentary because oh, he was, was laughing so much. Yeah, it was, it was Kofi. I remember that. And I was mad at production for not getting that on, on camera. I wanted to I see mean, the throw to hit him in the face with a pancake. That's all I wanted to see. Damn it. You can see Big E in the background just, like, slowly <laughs> pouring it on them afterwards. D- does Big E have a special compartment for the pancakes? Or are they just straight up rubbing up against his... Don't. They're being kept warm. Yeah. That's a lot. Yikes. He's got the heat lamps in there. <laughs> the Riot Squad defeated the Welcoming Committee. I give so few shits about the Welcoming Committee that if you put those people in a lineup and said, what is their stable name? I would have already forgotten. But here they are. They're back. I'm not sure what Sarah Logan's finish is, but it looks like shit. It's that cartwheel knee drop deal. The paint around her eyes is a cool look, though. The That's, that's kind of neat. I like it. Anna's saying no. Well, you've never even had game meat, so what do you know? Anyway, Ruby Riot reveals that Logan and Liv Morgan are in the Rumble, and I thought the promo was rather good. Charlotte brings out Naomi who is so angry at these three that she <laughs> slides half the way down the ramp and then comes back. Becky Lynch is also back. Jeff, your thoughts on this match, the the reforming, like the moment we've all waited for, who cares about the Shield, the welcoming committee is back. Charlotte bringing out Naomi and Becky. All right, let, let's go through a few points here. Uh, number one, do you remember when Natty quit and then came back a week later and none of us really <laughs> noticed that she actually had quit and come back and this was her majestic return last week? Yeah. Do you think well, she picked up Ziggler's script by mistake? Hmm? Go ahead, I, Anna. I will go. I just said, do you think she picked up Ziggler's script by mistake? And that was just <laughs> like, hmm. <laughs> number two what's the use of lana 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 being there if she doesn't help her heel team win when someone's trying to blatantly interfere in the match what is she doing out there just watching someone throw the their partner from the top rope 
She's like, man, I didn't get put in Pitch Perfect three for this shit. Like she, she right. missed out. And and here here's here's the next one. I disagree with you. I hated this promo. I think her delivery was great. Her delivery was great, but there's more heel promos than you people should hate your life and local sports team sucks. Okay, I don't <laughs> I don't want those two promos anymore. Oh, well, you losers! You're so jealous of us. Oh, I you know whatever. I mean, be honest, that promo would fit in Cincinnati right now. No, no that's, that's very on, true. Um, I'm still on that. I just don't see why you don't redebut Becky at the Rumble. I, I mean, I know we have three weeks, but what is she going to be doing for the next? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com three weeks other than coming out getting the pop probably nah, nah. exactly i've mentioned this week after week like they've tried so hard and they'll be able to do it through the rumble of keeping every woman on this roster involved in the storylines because land of opportunity yada 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 but sometimes it just doesn't work even if you have two or three storylines with this many women now there's going to be a lot of returns i would imagine there's going to be some nxt names but she's charlotte's how- friend this way though that, that's the other thing it's like she's not special she's charlotte's little buddy Again, yeah. and it's like whoopty crap. You know, Becky should I, I, be special. She should be special. Uh, oh, she should at least be you know better after returning from a hiatus like this, as opposed to oh look, she's slotted right back where she was. Oh well, next week we get the welcoming committee against Becky, Charlotte, and Naomi. We get these, uh, these different trios every week. I think I got to this on your podcast last night. There's 30 women in this rumble. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, Stephanie's in this thing, right? And I don't think so. Okay. I don't think Stephanie or a man are in the Rumble. But, I mean, there have been women in the men's Rumble, so why play? I'm playing devil's advocate here, Anna. Why can't a man be in the women's Rumble? You're very lucky I'm on the other side of the world right now, Sean. This whole thing, this uh, flaming pile of crap that we keep seeing week after week with this division i've realized that it's like watching high school girls in the schoolyard bickering yeah. like they're they're in pe and it's getting a little too physical but not enough to actually merit something cool um and then that promo i bet everybody here in orlando believes in magic right 
what? Because Disneyland's there or because of like the sports thing? Like that just, sh- no. Wizards, so Anna. Stupid. It's all about Quidditch. And- oh, sorry. Harry Potter World's then. My bad. Harry Potter World too. Hot damn. Yeah, they really need to clear that up. Maybe it is just a cumulative thing. There's a lot of magic there. Maybe they're just yeah, big David sure. Blaine fans and they like things disappearing. Does he have a residency there? Famous. That would make sense too. Okay, but this, okay, we had a woman who was wearing about five pairs of fake lashes and about five centimeters of foundation on her face, calling everyone else fake. And then Charlotte uh-huh. came out and she actually did a really good job of the crap that they made her say. And they set up this, you know, I've got a friend who wants to come out. And, you know, eventually we did get Becky. But, and I know that Naomi is from Orlando and all that kind of stuff. But for Naomi to come out when we saw her last week, we saw her the week before, it it was kind of like, oh, oh, okay. If they both had come out and then introduced Becky as, you know, this special thing, there's your specialty. I have hope with Becky being here because now we can get, Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky against the Riot Squad and get the welcoming committee the frick out of the way and never see them again, hopefully. Having Becky back and because of how well she sold being off TV for so long the last time we saw her, I have hope. I actually do. This is probably very misguided. I'm probably going to get my heart broken again. But I have hope. This is just so... And like that that match last night between Oscar and Alexa Bliss. I know a lot of some people didn't like it. I loved it because they actually utilized the characters. They told the story that these characters can tell. And they did it in a way that served Oscar, that served the championship. It was actually like that was hopeful. That was good writing for the women. And then you look at this and it's like, cool, another six woman match again every damn week. When the hell are they going to do something about this? I'm going to defend somewhat the Riot Squad. I, I think they know their characters. I think they're being written for it. But I, I mean, you have you have Ruby, who's the brains. You have Sarah, who's the brawn, the brute. And you have Liv Morgan, who is just the dumb ditz who screws everything up every time she tries to attack someone. But that's absolutely no, I, I get that too. I know <laughs> two things can be it true is. at once, Anna. <laughs> it's, it's, I get it, and and you know oh, what? We're There's getting got, face off at the rumble, oh, right? Getting, oh Those yeah, we are getting three. that. We're getting that face off, and we're getting the Naya versus Tamina. We should just line them all up together and be mirror images of one another as they're all looking. The irresistible like, force meets the immovable object. Oh, That's here's, here's Earth One women, and here's Earth Two women just staring each other down. All of a sudden, pack of the clones. Nice. Uh, Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles. Kevin Owens is with Zayn. Shane is with AJ Styles. Before this, I'm just thinking, what does this match mean? Are we getting Owens, Zayn, Styles? Like, eventually these good matches have to mean something, and I, I guess they do now. This is a good match. I like Zayn's uh, newish gear. He fights off a cash cr- calf crusher forever. I thought it was hilarious that the ref took a bump to the outside, avoiding taking a bump inside. Like, he was so concerned with not getting run into that he almost slammed himself into an announcer table. This causes a distraction. Kevin Owens picks up the ref. He misses the the count. Shane McMahon goes to throw Kevin Owens out, and Daniel Bryan stands up and says, how about you go too? And Shane McMahon just looks at him in disbelief. Styles is distracted by Owens. Zing gets the Haluba kick for the win. Styles, the uh, Styles is... 
like I like his direction here because he's like, you guys are acting like some jackasses. Stop it. And then he says, I'll take on both of them. And Daniel Bryan, like without hesitation, hopped up on the chair. <laughs> like on his like I can't remember what he was standing on, like a table or a chair or like the ring bell stand or something. And he's like, Great idea! Handicap match at the rumble. Anna, what does this mean to you that Daniel Bryan did this with with, with such quick such quick reaction, at least from a character standpoint? Um, well, it kind of confirms <laughs> I hated this line. Can you confirm for all of us that the yes movement is in fact becoming the yep movement? I was like, really, please phrase that better. Um, but it kind of confirms that that is the case. Hold on. Probably. Hold on. Sean Rossap, do you have an exclusive on that? Is it becoming the yep movement? Will we be getting headlines about that tonight? I mean, they're, they're running with the merchandise. I've heard that. So go ahead, Anna. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Yes, it, it was. It seems to me he was more forced into this position because El Tainto is just being such an El Taint that it's like he has to step in and do something now, um, which is cool. And I'm I am looking forward to seeing the payoff for this. Finally, I'm just on AJ's side with this. Like Soccer Mom stepped up and put the kids in their place. And it's, Come on, but you know, he did. No, I gotta ask you, is Vince McMahon also a taint? No comment. I I just want to know if Shane is El Hijo del Taint. (laughs) Like, is that what he is? I'm I'm curious. On screen, on screen, Vince. Yes. On screen, yes. On screen, Vince is senior El Tainter. Jeff, your thoughts on this main event? And does, does the handicap stipulation stick or does it get switched into a triple threat? I think it turns into a tag. In a perfect world, it would be oh, Daniel AJ. In a perfect world, it would be Daniel Bryan joining him as his tag partner. God, it's so WCW two thousand to do a tag match for a championship for a championship. It, but man, if they want to keep Shinsuke out of that rumble, I could see them making him his tag partner here, and then there's the begrudging respect, and then Shinsuke for helping AJ ask for a title match at Mania. Mm. Hot dog. Hot dog. Anything else to add for this main event? It was good stuff. Well, that was okay. I mean, it, it, it's 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 the story, and it just it, – this, this is the first week, I think, in the main event where the crowd didn't know what to do with Daniel Bryan and what he was saying because it's like, oh, you're getting rid of Shane. What? <laughs> you know, it, it, I mean, the, the crowd's confused. We're confused. We're waiting to see what who's on what side. I understand the suspense of it all. It's just not moving in a in a in a direction to me. It's kind of well, we're we're being obtuse for the sake of being obtuse, and it's you know it, it's confusing the crowd now. Nakamura's already in the rumble, by the way. Oh, is he? Okay. Oh, that's right. He, he declared. I, I could see it become a triple threat just to screw him, and then then get the fatal five way at uh, in in February. Baron Corbin is also in the Royal Rumble. He ain't winning the Royal Rumble. But I like that they found that 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 people can look into the camera and talk. I mean, his his yeah. promo wasn't very good, but I like the effort. I like this this. I mean, both him and Mojo. I thought Mojo's was was better for what it was, but I I I, I like this. I want people talking to me 
Joe Sixpack sitting on his couch watching a wrestling show. Yes, cut your promo to me rather than to this 45-degree angle over here, please. Half Thank expected you. him to go, action, after the director. <laughs> He's so excited, Sean Ross. I am <laughs> yeah. excited to be in the Rumble. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, we get it, Baron. Thank you. Somebody uh, on the YouTube asked me about the new WWE photo shoot show. So I spoke to somebody with WWE production, and they told me that their like new digital like mandate was to create new content that was going to be really, really inexpensive. And they've got like a new Q and a show. They got a show where they basically review film. They've got another one where they show the guys a slideshow. And there's one where they talk about being super fan. They're very, very cheap to make. And honestly, the stuff I've seen is very, very good so far too, because they found that the interviews is what people are more interested in as well. Um, we've got a bunch of stories coming out of the Miz one, but I was told that as well. Um, also, guys, you can't say that I, I don't try to get you new original content. I tried to get an interview with E. Sid Carter III <laughs> this week, and his response initially was, yeah, I'll do it. And then he's like, you know what? I should probably make sure my life is safe first. <laughs> like, Sid, Sid can't fly anywhere. He's on a band list. This is legit. E. Sid Carter III told me that he would bat fifth and play right center for my softball team. <laughs> this is Completely legit. Where's uh, Lawler batting? I, <laughs> I've got more of this in my Fightful Wrestling Weekly that drops on uh, Friday morning. Go check that out also in there. Uh, Braun Strowman doing the extra power slams was a direct call from Vince backstage, which I think is awesome that Vince McMahon recognized that and said, get him to do some more, God damn it!" All for Kill it. Kill that geek. We have Wrestle Kingdom 12. Now, Thursday afternoon, guys. I'm going to do a show at about 4 Eastern. If it's a little bit late, so be it. But I'm doing a show with Robbie Radford. Uh, we're going to cover Wrestle Kingdom 12. It gives me a little time to watch it. we got David Tease up covering it live. So come hang out in our live coverage. I want to see you all commenting on these stories and these live discussions. Join us, talk, uh, spit some shit, whatever you want to do. Just talk a little bit of trash. But we're there. Uh, we, we're going to have Brian Rose up getting stories from the show as well. I'm going to try to detach myself from the news portion of the site early on Thursday. So I don't get spoiled. I want to watch everything with a fresh set of eyes in the morning. When I wake up after that, I'm doing a review show. So make sure you all come and check that out. But wrestle kingdom 12. Uh, I know Anna's familiar with like maybe a couple of the matches on here, but Jeff and I will make some picks. Uh, Rapongi three K versus the young bucks, IWGP junior heavyweight tag team championships. Jeff, I think the bucks are going to take it. Yeah, I, I I would I would agree, but you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing the the the, the young boys here take it either. Um, but I think I think they know what they got with the Bullet Club. I think they're moving to this this to plug this big show in Long Beach in March. I think it's going to be very American Gaijin centric wins at Wrestle Kingdom this year for some reason. Yeah, well, I think there's a couple of reasons for that, and you know, Rapongi three K could establish themselves maybe with. Uh, more of an American audience with a win over the Bucks, but yeah, I do think that they're building towards that Long Beach show, which associate editor Brian Rose will actually be at. I'm going to hot dog. <laughs> we have Bullet Club versus Chaos versus oh War Machine and Michael Elgin. That's going to be just just the dynamic with those those guys will be fun versus Suzuki Gun versus Taguchi Japan. Never open weight six man tag team championship. I'm, I'll tell you one thing, Elgin and War Machine are not going to win the titles here, Jeff. 
<laughs> I think that's the most obvious one. I think the chance for Tane here. I do as well. Cody Rhodes with Kota Ibushi a few weeks ago. I would have thought that Cody won. Now I'm leaning more towards Kota Ibushi, but Kota Ibushi's lack of debt, like like lack of commitment always makes me wonder whether or not they'll actually put him over in certain situations. What do you think? I got Cody here. I think he wins. And then I think, I think Ibushi, if, if, if he ever wants to commit himself, they give him a couple wins in the, in the G1 and that's fine. But I think Cody wins this one. Yeah, that, that's, that's a real toss-up to me, but I think after the, the ROH title loss, even New Japan will want to give him a little bit of a rebound there. Killer elite squad, that's Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer against LIJ, Evil, and Sonata. I think Evil and Sonata win this one. I agree. I, you know what? Killer elite squad doesn't do a whole lot for me personally. I like them, but I, I just they, they never really progress to me as a team, but I, I think LIJ, LIJ is too big to be denied. I think this is going to be a big LIJ night too. Yeah, I mean they're they're they've been hot for a while, and I think Evil has improved just significantly. And Sonata, oh, yeah. and Sonata is Sonata. He yeah, well, Sonata's great, but he's starting to get his personality a little bit more being teamed with Evil, who who's just taken to this character so well. One of my favorite things, though, I wanted to drop a Davy Boy Smith Jr. reference. One of my favorite things was him working over Ray Rose knee on an episode of ROH while they went to a pain relieving knee brace pitch on the show which i thought was phenomenal <laughs> minoru suzuki versus hiroki goto a loser haircut and no seconds death match for the never open weight championship is it goto gonna lose his locks no i think suzuki loses his locks and i think we may get an appearance by shibata that's interesting that's interesting. Yeah, I think Suzuki uh, drops this one as well. I think Goto's going to take it. Got like to get rid of that pattern on his head. It's time. Yeah. Marty Skrull defends the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Hiromu Takahashi, Kushida, and Will Ospreay. I have Takahashi winning this match, but um, if Skrull retains, it wouldn't surprise me, but I think Takahashi's going to win it. I, I would agree. Hiroshi Tanahashi defends the Intercontinental Championship against Jay White. Yeah, there's a championship in every damn match on this show, except for Cody versus Ibushi. I got Jay White winning here just because I don't know the health status of Hiroshi Tanahashi at any given moment. Like, the man, after this set of shows, I would imagine he's due for some rest, but, like, how much can can the guy rest? I think they're in a pretty good position to where he can but I don't know if you think they'll pull the trigger on it and they just debuted Jay White with the big switchblade deal. Like, what do you think? You just debuted him. You have to establish him. I think Jay White has to beat on him. I think it's going to be probably his bad knee that he beats on. I think, I think Tanahashi is actually going to probably get surgery after this. So yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think you put over Jay White big you, you, and you haven't put Tanahashi out and then you, you go from there. Kenny Omega defends the IWGP United States Championship in an ODQ match against Chris Jericho. This is going to be way different than most Kenny Omega matches. Anna, I know you're familiar with this one. Jericho debuting, or at least the video popping up, was one of the most shocking moments in wrestling in recent memory, honestly. Him showing up and attacking Kenny Omega, another shocker, like – Chris Jericho is at this stage, like, he just keeps finding ways to surprise people in a business where a lot of people can't surprise people. Will he find a way to surprise people in this match, and who do you think's winning? The guy is incredible. 
he's just absolutely incredible. Um, I think Omega has this, but I think it's going to be pretty nasty. It's yeah. It, Jericho is not going to walk away <laughs> looking defeated at all. Um, I was actually surprised. There are actually a lot on that card that I do know. Thank you, Progress Wrestling. Should have um, mentioned. I don't want to interrupt. I'm looking forward to this. Anyway. Yeah, this is a really good show, really good card. Jeff, who do you think's winning? I mean, I got Omega. I mean, Common Sense says Omega, but. I think Chris Jericho wins this. I think he wins really? the first one. I think it, it's it's a fight, and he just wears him down, and then eventually you get the rematch as a quote-unquote wrestling match. You, you, you have Jericho win with his specialty that he's established first, and then uh, you, you, you come back with Omega eventually getting the win because, remember, they're doing the show on the ship, so. The, the feud's not going to end that. I mean, the sh- I don't think the feud ends here. He's, 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 I mean, he's selling too much merchandise right now oh, yeah. for, for it to be over. I think, I think they, and you know, and, and he's, he's buddies with uh, Jado and ghetto. I think, I think he's around for a while. Now I'm, I'm looking up the, the Fozzie tour because I'm pretty sure they are on tour. Oh no, no, no. They are, they are, off for about 10 days around the long beach show yeah and 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 boy jericho would be at least an attraction to sell tickets in long beach for a bigger building oh, he sure would as i'm looking they the long beach show is uh <laughs> march 25th and he has shows literally from february 28th all the way up to march 16th then from march 7th all the way through april 8th like he's he's booked wrestlemania weekend all that stuff but he's got a good 10-day block off right there. Oh, that was – that ain't an accident, my friends. That ain't, I mean, I'm not reporting anything. I'm going to find out. But uh, that there's no way that is a coincidence. So, you know what, Jeff? I think you could be right. That's interesting. Man, that, that is a ripple. That is a ripple. Also, Okada versus Naito. Hot damn, what a match. Okada with a legendary IWGP heavyweight championship run. The longest – in uh, championship history at this point, I believe. Um, 562 days. Nobody's el- nobody else has been uh, past 500 days. However, his, his, this will only be his ninth title defense. You've had Hashimoto, Nagata, Tanahashi all defend it more. Do you think they push that reign back a little bit more extended, or do you think it's Naito's time? Personally, I think it's Naito taking it. I agree. They've waited already. They 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 waited for the first time to pull the trigger, and then everybody was kind of like, "Well, what are you going to do with him?" And then they kind of kept building and building and building around that loss. I think it's time now. He, I mean, Lij is 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 even I think even hotter than the Bullet Club in in New Japan right now. Yes. You you make them the top group, and you put the belt on Naito. And Naito was the last champion, but he held it for just just over two months. Anna, are you familiar at all with this match? A little bit, yeah. Um, You're gonna like I, it. Yeah, I well, what I've seen of them both. I, um, Akata came to Melbourne City Wrestling end of last year, and I know they're planning on bringing a bunch more guys back this year. So very excited. I just I love wrestling so much. Just listening to like the possibilities within this, within Jericho, and with all of that. This is. Sorry. Well, we, have, we have some good news, some great news, dare I say, for video game fans and New Japan fans. They oh, just announced at the at the uh, fan fest that 
New Japan characters will officially be in the PlayStation 4 version of Fire Pro Wrestling. Um, <laughs> I'm a happy boy. I'm a happy boy. That's a big move. I have the game. I don't play a lot of games. I didn't buy 2K this year, and I, I get to write that stuff off. And I said, you know what? Don't bother. I'm going to have Mike Straw review it. We'll do whatever. It, it just wasn't worth it. Now, this game really, I mean, they probably had to do very little work. Like the community had probably already created all these guys anyway to an effective level. So that it was really probably at no cost and just a little extra money for them or extra promotion, especially in the U.S. But um, this game, if you all aren't familiar with it, Fire Pro, it's very much, it has like 16-bit graphic type thing. It's a 2D game, Doesn't but it's matter. very, very customizable. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Really enjoy it. Maybe we'll do some streams down the line or something like that, but it, it's got like MMA modes and kickboxing modes and all this stuff. And you can really customize about anything. AJ oh. Styles pitched TNA on putting their people in the game years and years ago. And they said, nobody would be interested in that. Let me put it this way. When, when I had my PS3, I went back and bought because I had this for the for the PS2. I went back and bought it, and I just simmed a whole bunch of stuff. And I had my 80s Crockett guys and my oh, yeah. 2000s Ring of Honor guys, and I had my early 90s All Japan guys, and I had I just had a wonderful, wonderful – and all I had to do was sim it. I didn't even have to play it. I just wanted to sim, you know, oh, the Briscoes versus Bad Company. I'm cool. down. Let me watch that. The Heavenly Bodies versus Arn and Tully. They are, they are like – a silly amount of fun to just watch sometimes the, the little MMA ones on there too. But uh, it is, it is a good game. I, it's a blast. I never play computer games. I bought a controller for a PC just so I could play the new fire pro a little bit this year. And it's, it's a lot of fun. You can really do about anything. And on the PC, especially it's like unlimited mm-hmm. because it's, it's as much as your hard drive will be. Anna, um, you are you going to pre-order that tonight? I'm sure you are. Yeah. If I had the money in my account after I spent, I wish I wish you would sing the soundtrack. Honestly, <laughs> give me give me time to recover. I think. Anna, tell the people what you're up to these days. I am working for EPW Explosive Pro Wrestling in Western Australia, and you can check us out uh, from the vault on Vimeo or through Demand Progress, which is Progress's streaming service. And we have another announcement about another streaming service we will be available on coming soon. Uh, So check that all out. Jeffrey, what up with you? Well, we're going to tape Shake Them Ropes tomorrow, going over the weekend WWE as Rob and I get ready for our journey to Royal Rumble. I'm traveling to a lot of shows this year. I think I may have to end the year by going to Wrestle Kingdom next year. I think that may be a thing that, that I'm going to have to do. Because I've actually, year. I've never been to Japan. So it's one of those things. Um, also, just a shout out. Uh, tickets have just gone on sale for Rise Wrestling's return to downtown LA. Great women's wrestling. The last show was an absolute blast. If you liked the Mae Young Classic, come to LA. Watch some uh, watch some great grappling in, uh, and, and from the women. Um, yeah, and you can follow me at Crap Game 13 where I'm generally less cranky than I was tonight. Guys, I want you all to go follow us on Instagram. We are posting stuff all the time. Uh, I've done a lot of work as a photographer in wrestling as well. So I'm digging up some stuff out of my archives. I'm posting those there as well. Some of these you may have seen all over the net, not known that that I had done them, but we're really uh, enhancing our presence on Instagram. So definitely go check that out, guys. 
We got that Royal Rumble alternate commentary. We're going to film some more stuff. Uh, that was just too much fun. That was that podcast flew by probably quicker than any I had ever done, and it just it just felt like it was a twenty minute show. So I think sometimes we may film a couple of matches in the hour, even if we don't run them live and just have them released. But that seems like it's going to be a series that we stick to as long as the numbers stay up and things like that. Follow us at Fightful Online. List and your boy tomorrow afternoon at three p.m. Eastern. That show has uh, also just taken off in popularity. It is our flagship program. I did the Holy Smokes MMA show live myself today. So go check that out. Follow me at Sean Rossap. Like us, subscribe, thumbs up, all that good stuff. Thank you, guys. Until next time, we are out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.